0: The Drive Show, with Peter Vlahos. Toolmart, your complete tool centre. Proudly WA owned and operated for over 40 years. A little on a Saturday night. Yeah, it's great to have you company. Thanks to uh, Hayes and Mardo for the run home. They'll be back again uh, tomorrow between 3 and 5, wherever you may be listening on uh, 657 senator senator on the SEN app. SEN Spirit, 621 in Bunbury and through the South West on digital radio at SEN Peel and SEN Kalgoorlie 1611. Our Peter Vlahos with you for the next hour. We're going to wrap up everything in sport. Now, there was a conversation, and it's been had for the last uh, you know few weeks, on what the AFL could possibly install in the AFL calendar to spice up things a little. It's on the back end, and the conversation raged after the... Rugby League Magic Round, where, of course, all teams in the NRL converged on Brisbane and Suncorp Stadium and played all games at that venue on a Friday, Saturday and Sunday. And it was a huge success. And it's been something that's been incorporated into the season. As well as that, the Rugby League has also the state of origin. And Game 1, as we know, is next week. Uh, And after that, a couple of weeks after that, Game 2 will be here. And the third one uh, will complete the series between Queensland and New South Wales. Gary Lyon and other people on SEN have stated maybe the AFL needs to spice up the season. As we know, attendances aren't what they used to be. Interest in the game post-COVID is probably not the the level that it was pre-COVID. Free-to-air TV ratings have just dipped a fraction. So what do you do to try and add something to the calendar when it comes to AFL footy? And a lot has been discussed regarding state of origin and whether there's a chance of bringing that back. State versus state, teammate versus teammate, which was the ingredient that caused so much interest when it was incorporated back in 1977. So I'm going to speak to the gentleman that started it all. Was the reason state of origin happened and had such success during the 70s, 80s and into the early 90s before, of course, it fell away. Leon Larkin hasn't lived in Perth for 30 years and I caught up with him in Dubai in the United Arab Emirates uh, just a short time ago and we'll feature that interview a bit later on. And take us back to that time when football was the rage and state of origin, AFL beat the NRL to the punch and uh, started playing, as I said, state v. state, teammate against teammate. So Leon Larkin Will be featured on the program in a little while. We'll also speak to Brett Phillips, as Hayes and Mardo mentioned, an enormous match tomorrow morning our time, uh, in the context of gladiators and players at the at the head of their sport. We're talking about Novak Djokovic take on Rafael Nadal in the quarterfinals of the French Open, and it is the first Grand Slam in a year with both Novak and Rafael in the. Field. They are two titans of the game and they'll face each other for a record 59th time. And it's a shame really that uh, tomorrow morning's match is only a quarterfinal because as we know, Rafael Nadal has had some injuries concerns and his ranking has just dipped uh, a couple of places. So all of a sudden he meets the number one at the quarterfinal stage. So Brett Phillips is going to join us in just a while. But first, let's bring us up to date and... It was a big story last night and it continued, of course, today. The health of West Coast Eagles legend Peter Matera and it's come out. His brother Phil, also an Eagles great, said it was uh, unlikely that he would have survived his heart attack on Sunday if his wife hadn't been nearby to rush him to hospital in fact, uh, Phil Matera was featured on Scotty and Goss this morning. And for those people that may have missed it, uh, this is what he had to say just in brief about where Peter Matera is right now regarding his recovery.
1: Mate, this morning he's doing a lot better. He's uh, up and about and he's uh, nice and bright. He's uh, Yeah, he's still in ICU. Obviously, keen to get out of there as soon as he can. But he's uh, obviously under the doctor's instructions to... Hopefully later on today he will move out into into the ward possibly, but we're not too sure yet. We're about to head down to the hospital shortly, but um, I've been on the phone to him this morning, so he's uh, he was up early on the phone, so he's uh, he's up and about, which is a good thing, and uh, we're hoping for a really speedy recovery. Although he he does have uh, another small operation ahead of him, put a couple of stents in a couple of uh, his arteries in his heart, and. There's a one more I think that's one more operation he needs to have in a couple of weeks time, when, he's a bit, when he gets over this first one, and then uh, yeah, hopefully he'll be on on the road to recovery. But uh, mate, what a shock! He's gone out. You know, he's playing farmer these days. He's got his <laughs> he's got his farmer boots on, he the coobra hat, you know, getting around the farm like like Farmer Pete. But uh, he went out to chop some wood, he reckons, and the next minute uh, he's uh, yeah got some chest pains. And Lucky Susie and Molly were down with him, so. Uh, and the, uh, yeah, was able to, she was able to get him to the hospital as soon as he could. So yeah. touch wood, mate, he's, uh, he's going to be all right. And it wasn't, uh, yeah, it wasn't too major, actually. Uh, it's, uh, it's, I guess it's all about timing and, um, we are very, very grateful that, um, he's going to be all right, mate. What did he say to you this morning, Fido? Um, you know, said you oh, said he just just said he wants to have a shower, mate. Yeah, he wants to get out and have a shower and get out of the, get out of the intensive care. But so you know what he's like, he's pretty up and about and, uh. He'd rather be out doing something than sitting in, in ICU, but obviously it's all to do the doctors, Scotty. He's pretty, uh, pretty excited to be, uh, to be feeling a lot better than he was yesterday and the day before that. So, yeah, that's just, he's got to take it easy, but he'll, um, he'll certainly be, you know, um, hopefully in a couple of weeks' time back to himself. But we were uh, actually heading to Adelaide on Friday, we'd organised a, uh, a week of golf, we have going over to watch Adelaide Eagles. Well, I'm still going, obviously, but he, he's not coming. But we're going to play at uh, the Royal Adelaide, mm-hmm. course, and Grains nice. and Kiyunga. Oh, nice. Up. But unfortunately, nice. 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 he's uh, not going to be coming. Uh, just in regards to um, you saying you're getting to Adelaide, he was down, of course, to come to the reunion of 92 in three weeks' time. I'd imagine, I mean, I'm, I'm cut before the horse, but I'd, I'd be doubtful very much where he'd be flying over. Yeah, he will be probably very doubtful, mate. He'll be probably on the recovery from his second operation, I would have thought, at that time. But, um, yeah, he was only talking last week about how excited he was to catch up with him. And I was on the phone to Bluey McKenna yesterday. He's given his regards. But, um, how they were all pretty keen to catch up and um, remember the, the, the days of the 92 premiership. But, um, yeah, I doubt very much he'll be over there. Hey, knowing those boys like we, uh, like we do, Friday I'd... I don't think a 92 reunion is probably the best place for Rude's health right now. (laughs) (laughs) Of course not. Definitely not. So it's probably a good thing he stays away. All
0: right, there you go. That was uh, Fido, as he was known to his teammates, including Scotty Cummings. uh, Phil Matera, uh, speaking from uh, uh, Melbourne. Uh, And in particular, as I said, the bedside there of his brother, Peter Matera. Uh, so uh, we wish him a speedy recovery. But things look like uh, they're on the way up regarding uh, the West Coast Eagles legend, Peter, who sustained that heart attack on Sunday. And uh, he's a pretty lucky man. Of course, uh, you can join us anytime on the Tempera Bed Shed text line, 0487 736 736. Of course, Bed Shed, experts in temper mattresses, pillows and adjustable bases. Check the range of temper products in store. Or visit bedshed.com.au or you can give us a tinkle on the Scarborough Toyota open line. You can call 13 and you can sell your car to Scarborough Toyota there in Scarborough Beach Road. In Osmond Park, as I mentioned, uh, we'll look at the, uh, the history of state of origin Australian rules football ahead of the state of origin NRL, which has become now more significant, they reckon, than their own grand final. And the call from people around the AFL community to provide something rather than home and away games, finals and a grand final. Does the AFL need something else to maybe rekindle? a bit of enthusiasm that has been lost during the couple of years of COVID. I'd love to get your thoughts on uh, state of origin footy. Were you there in those days in the late 70s and 80s? And were you one uh, of those people that wagged either school or work to get down to Oval on a Tuesday afternoon? It's quite bizarre, wasn't it? Tuesday afternoon. And they used to hang from the rafters. 0487 736 736, the temperate bedshed text line. Or you can give us a call if you like and have a chat about your experiences. 13 12 55, because later in the program, we're going to be reliving uh, the origins of state of origin football here in Perth. And of course, the AFL. We'll take a break. Uh, it's nine past five. This is Drive with Peter Vlahos. All thanks to Toolmart, the complete tool centre. <coughs>